Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Welcome to the Relief Network. Yes, Aishalata on this beautiful 25th of Ramadan, 1438. With me in Syria, we're focusing on Muslim hands of Africa. And I have um, um, Brother Ismail Faki as the accounts manager for Muslim hands and as Nazir Vadi, a media coordinator for Muslim hands as well. Welcome and Assalamu alaikum. Well, first of all, we must say our condolences. We know that you must have been shaken by yesterday's um, incidents, inshallah. And we make dua and ask Allah to grant you all that. To, um, you know, contentment, inshallah. Barakallah. You know, it's, it's always difficult when you know that you're dealing with wakaf money, and it's money that people that pay to you. And being the accounts manager, yes. I, I'm sure that this must be something weighing very heavy on your heart and your shoulders. Yes. Uh, um, first of all, I'll say assalamu alaikum to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, and shukran sister Aisha. Uh, we, uh, the incident was traumatic. Um, it's something that you know we don't normally expect, okay. but you know we're living, uh, we're working in an industry that is a industry yes. we understand that I think all the staff are understood uh, standard management is aware of that and we have risks that we take every day I mean there's risks going doing banking there's risks going out to doing a distribution so we live in an industry that it has risks and we are aware of that and we are always assessing the risks level of any activity that we do whether it's your banking or distribution or the areas that we go to and we always try and keep that focus in mind that we keep the staff safe that we keep all the money all the goods safe as, as, as much as we can and yesterday's incident well we were prepared in the sense that we have procedures in place where our banking is done on a daily basis and we make sure that it's not the same bank or the same time or anything like that but certain incidents like this if they are planned incidents there's not much you can do um, we did um, after the incident we did uh, issue a press release and if I may just spend two, two minutes do. just to say, um, read the press release inshallah so this is the press release from Muslim hands following the unfortunate incident that occurred outside our offices while doing our daily routine banking yesterday, Muslim Hands would like to reassure the public that Alhamdulillah no members of staff or public were hurt. And that's the important part, that everybody is was safe. Furthermore, we confirm that arrangements are in place to guarantee that all the amanat and undertakings that have been given to us by the public will be carried out. And that's something that you alluded to now. The heavy responsibility we're taking that people are entrusting their amanat with us, their cash, their belongings, even if it's old clothes. It's something that we take very seriously, that we do prop this proper accounting procedures to ensure that the goods are received, the money is received properly, receipted properly, and then we distribute that money in the manner in which the donors want. So Alhamdulillah, we want to give the, uh, the donors that assurance that your money is safe, that we are covered for incidents of this nature as well. Uh, a police investigation is underway and we have stopped, stepped up our security. Now the police investigation, we had you know, members of the, uh, the squad coming out, we had members of the police, we had detectives, they've taken all the foot, uh, fingerprints, etc. They've done all the paperwork and the, uh, the investigation is now ongoing and we, we, we hope that inshallah they will be catching the perpetrators very soon. Um, st security, yes, we have beefed up our security, our staff as well are always on alert 
to to say even when we go towards the office, coming out of the office, we're on the alert to see there's, if there's any uh, activity outside that we're not familiar with that's taking place. So we are on the alert to make sure another incident doesn't occur and we are well prepared. Our offices are also running as normal from 9 to 5. We haven't changed our office routine. Our office times are all the same. We're still encouraging all our donors, please come to the offices in number one Kani Road. We are working normal office hours. It's a normal environment. It's a safe environment. We have increased security, so please feel free to come to our offices with, with your donations, and we will gladly take them now as well. Um, furthermore, we just sincerely like to thank all our loyal donors and general public for contacting us with that me their messages of support. And Sister Aisha, I must tell you, it was... Uh, although the incident is traumatic, it's incidents like these that bring out the best in people. And alhamdulillah, we've had messages of support coming from throughout South Africa, whether it's Joburg, Durban, Cape Town, Greater Cape Town area, as far afield as Botswana, even Saudi Arabia. People have emailed us, they've heard the news, and they're wishing us du'as. And we're making, uh, we make du'as, shukran jazeelan, for all the messages of support. We, uh, we really make du'as that Allah keeps everybody else out there safe as well, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. inshallah. Uh, you know, Allah is so merciful, and I'm sure lots of barak in that which you still have, inshallah, and that which you will be receiving. Inshallah. Um, inshallah. Yes. Nazir, I'm sure a bit shaken after yesterday, but you know, Allah um, is so merciful, so we continue with what it is that we do best. And, and, and that is, you know, um, doing what is best for the community and this organization just going a step ahead as one in the future. Gee, assalamu alaikum. Gee, just to echo what Mr. Faki said, uh, we're shaken up, but we, we're doing well. And as you were saying, we, our mission is to serve humanity, and that won't stop. Uh, it's Allah's will. What happens is Allah's will, and we're just glad that everybody at the office is safe and nobody was hurt. Alhamdulillah. Nazir, so we have Brother Sayyid um, Saleh online with us all the way from uh, Palestine. Brother Sayyid, Assalamu Alaikum to you. Assalamu Alaikum. And how are you today, Brother Sayyid? Okay. Assalamu Alaikum to you. And tell us quickly, you're in Palestine currently, am I correct? So give us an update on Aqsa and uh, Palestine as well. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for this opportunity that you to me in order to represent Palestine uh, and the business of Palestinian people either in Gaza with signs of Israel and uh, forces you can. Uh, as most of the audience are aware that all Palestine is still under occupation. Either Jerusalem with tank, Gaza and uh, forces you can. In Gaza, for example, where I live and where the Muslim hand still exists, these Palestinians have no control too, over the borders, sky, sea, in West Bank, the Israeli settlement, to a large part of the land, and we still find it. With regard to Jerusalem and Aqsa, the situation is even worse. Uh, I'll give you an example. Many between 12 years old and 40 are not allowed to enter Jerusalem without Israeli permission. How would this start this uh, situation? About 300,000. Uh, Muslims managed to pray last Friday in Al-Aqsa. Uh, they passed through uh, verified security uh, checkpoints. Uh, and uh, as I said, any man, less than 40 years old, is not allowed to enter religion. On the other hand, uh, Gaza is still under blockade for more than 10 years. And it's during the blockade, uh, as you know, that there was three uh, wars launched against Gaza. Thousands of civilians were killed. For the last few years, the Gaza blockade has been tightened. 
one of the times since also the Muslim, we are now facing, which is a very big problem, is the electricity cut. Electricity is, is just on for two four hours, in the 24 hours. And of course, we have all the systems. So the situation is, is very bad. And it's going from bad to worse. Either it's in Gaza, Jerusalem, Israel. ہمارے Yeah, uh, about the checkpoints. The check, there are uh, six checkpoints and there is a uh, of the checkpoints. Not apart from uh, maybe in, in, in every 100 meters and in some places in 200 meters. And if you come close to the Al-Aqsa, the checkpoints are coming very close. Uh, and uh, it is very, very, very big problem. One of the biggest problems is facing the water surface and the children and the others. And uh, with regard to uh, in Gaza, there is one uh, big checkpoint which is uh, in the Gaza border. Uh, it's really, it's really uh, a really good issue. Now, just uh, 100,000 uh, to go to uh, Jerusalem to pay uh, on Friday, just 100. However, when uh, Muslim Hans Field Office established about two years ago in Gaza, um, uh, basically there are several projects uh, that we conducted to put an end to the poverty in Palestine. Uh, targeting different systems such as water, health and welfare, education, health systems, and environmental projects. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, we sponsor about 3,500 orphans in Gaza. and also we provide to them besides uh, cash money, we provide medical care, social treatment, food housing, and so on. Also, uh, about 200,000 citizens received fresh water from the water which we established so far. Also, we have Muslim Hands Star, which secured tens of permanent jobs for the poor farmers, and we also made comprehensive maintenance and refurbishment for uh, In the last year, we made maintenance and provide computer club for uh, five schools. Also, we provide about scholarships for uh, 100 university students. This project started about two years ago. So we have many projects and range from, you know, uh, direct to the efficient like food parcels, uh, like uh, providing uh, permanent jobs. پیلسٹائن 
I think we have a bit of bad. Uh, the boss is not clear at all. Unfortunately. So I think we're going to greet Brother Saeed on, on that note, inshallah, and come back with our guest in studio, which is none other than uh, Mr. Fakir, as well as Nazir, who is the media coordinator as well. Shukran so much to the brother for the link up there to Palestine. Um, brother Nazir, so we've listened now and, and heard. Um, Zahir and, and also Brother uh, Fakir, you've, we've mentioned now and we've listened to what the brother had to say, Brother Saeed, all the way from Palestine. And so, though you're not physically there, the work is being done by the people on the ground as well, what almost, uh, what, over 8,000, 8,500 orphans as well as 200,000 people drinking from the world. So, how does it, you know, yeah. make you feel knowing that there's that networking going on? Yeah, you know, that's quite important. Now, we've got people on the ground that are giving us the reality of living in Gaza. Yes. And it must be tremendously difficult for our brothers and sisters to cope with the demands of the, the blockade and all that that's going on there. But let me just tell you one thing, one simple statistic. There's almost 360,000 people, that's 20% of the population, that suffer from some sort of post-traumatic stress disorder in Palestine. Our brothers and sisters, 360,000 of them. And the heart goes out to people like the children of this uh, uh, region. The, the effect that the, the, the ongoing blockade must be having on them. And we have what Muslim Hands has done in the last eight years. Muslim Hands has set up a Muslim Hands psychological rehabilita rehabilitation center that's providing psychological trauma support for all our children there. And especially it's those uh, 6, to 40, 40, 6 to 14 years old almost 400 of them we are taking into a particular center where we're providing them with psychological professional psychological support so they can actually come over this, uh, the, the stresses that they're living in and we provide them at the center we're providing them you know wholesome activities like arts and crafts students discover their own special talents then we've got computer schools as well as we've got woodworking classes we've got cookery lessons for the uh, for the girls to, uh, uh, football tennis recreational t activities something to take their mind off this abnormal um, uh, atmosphere they're in and trying to have some sort of normalization in their lives. So Alhamdulillah Muslim Hands is using some of the donor money and pumping it into areas like this where we can do some sort of relief work on the ground in Gaza. So Alhamdulillah, when you say 6 to 14, that means, um, you know, and, and, and the support that is being given to them, is it by um, local practitioners as well, making yes. use of their own practitioners? Yes, that's right. It's local practitioners that are uh, from Gaza, but also we've got some professional people that come from from outside, even from our UK officers that have been seconded to these areas to spend some time with the children and impart some professional training to the people there so that they can help themselves, the Gaza people as well. So inshallah, so you know, it will be uh, so that the next generation of people that are coming out, our Muslim brothers and sisters, will have some sort of normal life and they'll be able to cope with the demands of, uh, you know, living in the in the new century with them. Inshallah. I mean, inshallah, for how long as it's been going on and we're thinking and speaking of, of normalizing things, you know, yeah. we, we often we often think that, uh, they're probably thinking what is normal for them, that is probably what is normal. Yeah. 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 We, we're looking at it from the outside and saying how abnormal is that, so we're looking at circumstances Circumstances. You know, you've experienced some trauma yesterday, exactly. and here you Gee, have this professional, say, you know, what did that, that incident took place over what, just over a couple of minutes? And it's these an isolated incident. Isolated. These mm. people live with this day in and day out, and and 24 7. Remember, these are children we're talking about. So, yeah. I mean, these children have seen uh, explosions, and some of them have seen their parents yeah. uh, being murdered by explosions. And I mean, they live in a country of war, so it is important to try and get some level of normalcy. So, 
even a simple thing like playing football every day yes. or something like that. That's what we try to achieve there. And uh, just to touch that, Brother Said is uh, part of the staff at the Muslim Hands Office in Palestine. So uh, when you donate to us uh, for international projects, that's that's what we do. We have people on the ground, Palestine, Syria, over 30 countries, and your donations go to them, and they are there doing the work, physically doing the work. Right. And you mentioned that you've been in Palestine for the past 16 years, but the offices was established mm -hmm. about two years ago, am I correct? Gee, I think it's, it's yes, uh, I think two years ago, the, the office is there. Yeah. Gee, so he's, he's there, and as uh, you hear the things he's mentioning, so we've got 8,500 orphans, uh, 200,000 people drink from the wells that we've put up, and then a big thing he was talking about is the Muslim farms. And uh, the purpose of these farms is to create uh, income for the people of Palestine. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason I mention this is because you can donate from here uh, an olive tree, yeah. or more than one for 250 rand and that is also you can do that with your zakat money as well yeah. and they will plant that olive tree and then uh, the olives are actually a way of uh, generating income for the people who run the farms or yeah. the workers at the farm that's, that's quite sustainability if I, just, if I can just mention brother yes. Nazir is quite right so Some, a little statistic that I picked up you know an olive tree actually braised best fruit for 600 years hmm. something yes. I picked up somewhere and alhamdulillah an olive tree is something even in, an olive is mentioned in the Quran yes. and the olive oil that we get is so beneficial to mankind so alhamdulillah this is one of the areas that we can assist our Palestinian brothers to to do some olive farming in Palestine and they you know it's subsistence farming they planted what Muslims has done in, in 2016 they donated over 30,000 olive tree saplings which can be planted by those farmers and inshallah it will be a source of income for them and they can look after themselves so that that is the goal and as I said your zakat is can also be used for providing this these olive trees and not just that uh, this Ramadan we've also made it our mission to replace the lighting system at Masjid al-Aqsa it's a 30 year old system we want to get donations into to replace that and they're constructing a brand new uh, wudu area for the women located right next to Masjid Al-Kibli. So that's just this Ramadan's project at uh, Aqsa and we also feed 2,000 people every day at Masjid Al-Aqsa Iftar. So if you want to donate to, uh, to Palestine, you're wondering where the money goes, what we're using it for, this is what we're doing. We're focusing on Palestine, so this is what your funds are used for. We say shukran. And as we're speaking, there is a distribution currently happening in Bontiaville at the Apricot Retirement Village and Abdurrahman Davids and Abdul Basit Lillai is on the ground there. So we're chatting to, Abdur uh, to Abdurrahman at this moment in time. If he's online with us, Abdurrahman, Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Abdurrahman, being on the ground, you know, and being busy with distribution, how does it make you feel, you know, being part of Muslim Hands and, and satisfying the needs of people within the community? Inshallah, it's a great help to them. Um, just seeing the expression on these people's faces brings joy to, joy to my heart, inshallah. Abdurrahman, you and the entire team, they, they, how many in your team this morning uh, with regards to the distribution? Well, uh, I just have Abdul, Abdul Basid with me and we have the committee members, the trustees of the Pontifical Masjid, uh, Brother Walid Roman and Maulana Fahmi. Alhamdulillah, so this networking within the Bontival area with Muslims as well? Yes, yes we do. Um, so we parted up with the, with the Al-Nizamiya Masjid in Bontival and they allocated uh, that they gave us the names of the people and we actually decided to do apricot village and we're handing out food hampers here at the moment and uh, the, the elderly are really enjoying themselves here abdul basid you at the facility at apricot retirement village what is the conditions like of the people living there well we have 
a few elderly that uh, some of them are not able to tend to themselves, inshallah, but we we are trying to drop off these parcels by their house and just give them that little bit of hope that there is uh, help out there for them, inshallah. Are there any questions when you knock on their doors and dropping off the, the goodies? Well, we are at the hall at the moment, so we have all, all of them in one place, and we have them taking pictures with the parcels, uh, most of them, and uh, at the moment they're also doing blood tests here. Okay. Are any of them curious as to know who you are, who the organization is that's doing this great work within the um, village? Mm-hmm. Um, what I can do is I can hand the phone over to Brother Walid Roman. Okay. He knows a bit more about the Apricot Village and he'll give you the details, inshallah. Okay, shukran. Shukran so much. Okay. Assalamu alaikum to you. Okay. Assalamu alaikum, brother Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. How are you? Alhamdulillah. You've chosen, you know, when Muslim hands um, ask you for organizations, you chose the Apricot Retirement Village. Tell us about your connection with the, with the, with the village itself. Uh, Alhamdulillah, over the years, actually, we uh, actually worked in this community, actually, in the village, actually. So, look, there's about uh, nearly 43 non Muslim families and about 30 Muslim families in this village and um, we are trying to see how we can fulfill the needs also. Alhamdulillah, through the help of Muslim hands also, we could this year we could uh, cater for all the people with, with the dampers. Alhamdulillah, it's a very good thing actually. Alhamdulillah. Walid, do you find that these are the forgotten people um, at the retirement village or are they always visited by the families? Tell us about the conditions. Yeah. Uh, some of the conditions are very poor and some of, the, uh, some of them can't really move actually. And some of them is yearning for family to come and visit them. Actually, nobody really says, Alhamdulillah, some children come to visit their families. But some people, it's really, yeah, they, like, some children, that's like, forgotten about the parents, except, and uh, really, some of them is in a bad state also. Okay, we make dua for them, inshallah. Can you put Esther online with us? Is Esther around with you? Okay, so then we can speak to Esther. She's the chairperson of the board of management at the um, Apricot Retirement Village as well. So she'll be chatting to us and tell us more about the conditions of the pensioners from her perspective as well. Esther, good morning to you. Are you online? Well, I think while they're still looking for Esther, let's, let's just, you know, get an overview of uh, your, your knowledge of uh, the... Uh, Hello. Hi, good morning to you, Esther. How are you? I'm fine. Wonderful to be chatting to you as the chairperson of the board of management of the retirement village. Um, having Muslim hands with you this morning and doing the distribution, you know, just uh, you know, set the scene for us. Tell us what it is like, and you know, whether these happy faces around you, and um, if this had come in at a, at a crucial time and handy for the people in need thereof. Yes, uh, we are glad they are here. Is it? And you, yeah. would you would you like to say a few words to Muslim hands? You are live on radio this morning, Esther. Yes, I thank the Muslim hands. Thank and thank you for all of them for Muslim hands for what they are doing for us today. Esther, um, thank you so much uh, for those wise words and for you know showing gratitude on behalf of those who are so in need of what is being ha- what is happening currently as well. Thank you so much and have a great day. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. So bye bye. Bye. Here we have it. You know, we've linked up with two of the beneficiaries this morning. One is nationally and one locally as well. Nazir, this must be, you know, um, uh, this must be a good feeling. Subhanallah. Gee, gee, that's the the reason we wanted to. That's what I wanted to show. So, the work is being done internationally. It's being locally. Uh, we were so amped up for Ramadan, and it's it's flown by in a blink of an eye. And we've got one week left, and we're just trying to get as much done. We had a bit of a dampening spirit for five minutes. Yesterday today yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. back on it yeah. we we motivated you can see i mean although in palestine we just spoke to someone in palestine telling us about work and i've just spoke to someone in pontivo doing a distribution so uh, it, you know i have to say shukar and mashallah it's amazing just to see the work that's been done and that's all because of the public out there and they're trusting us and the donations and their generosity and we understand as an organization that the 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 responsibility we have and the trust you put into us and we take that very seriously and we have to say shukran for your donation also, just a reminder, <coughs> it is Sunday or Monday. Please come and pay your fitra early. Nazir, we have, as you mentioned earlier, we had an international speaker from Palestine, and now we had one locally, you know, the beneficiaries, uh, subhanAllah. And we hear the joy in the voices, you know. Um, it's, it's like it's, it's a relief because somebody has come to our rescue here, subhanAllah. Gee, gee, that's that's what the work. I mean, that's the combination of all the hard work, the donations, or this, seeing the look on the faces of all the recipients. Be it a distribution, or a winter distribution, or children feeding, whatever it may be, you see that the, uh, the help is there. They are actually being helped, and the gratitude that they have for the help. So there's a lot of organizations out there doing a lot of good work, and we we welcome the work. And this is what the the mission is. So trying to spread that work out so everybody gets a bit of the pie. Yeah, we don't want people to fall through the cracks. This is our while apricot is one of our shining examples where people were uh, being forgotten, the elderly, things like that. So we select them, selected them this year. But as you said, yeah, it's uh, just seeing the looks uh, on their faces, um, especially the ones with the children involved. And I know that's... Uh, yeah, this, this brings us to the point where we know that it's uh, we on the 25th of Ramadan already and there's a few days only left. You know, days to um, part with your wealth if you want to cleanse it, subhanAllah, and what it is that that wealth can do for others, you know. Um, they say if you give it in the wrong hands, it might make you poorer, but if you give it in the right hands, subhanAllah, only Allah knows the, the good that will come with that as well. So um, just, just you know, with, with the Eid programs that you're still having as well, if there's other programs that you, that you still have for the next uh, couple of days uh, before the day of Eid and the day of Eid, what are those, um, Nazir? Gee, subhanAllah, as you said, uh, the donations that, that that come through and uh, hopefully putting in the right hands and we were helping people in Palestine, helping people in Bonjival, helping people all over South Africa, internationally. So, subhanAllah, shukran for that. And gee, we kind of build up to Eid. We have our fitra distributions going on. Also, a quick reminder that uh, the VOC and Macro and Muslim Hands Partnership still running till Thursday. I think we're there at 2 o'clock for the handover. So, if you haven't paid your uh, fitra, pop by Macro Artery and drop your fitra parcels off there or call us uh, at Muslim Hands. Uh, we also have a community iftar going on tonight in Valhalla Park. We also got now we've added a Eid gifts uh, program where we're handing out uh, new clothes for Eid for the day of Eid so those people can fulfill that sunnah and uh, this will be to the entire family so the whole family will get uh, an outfit from Muslim Hands that's also happening on Saturday uh, Saturday is also our individual fitra distribution at the office and we have a volunteer day at uh, Beitul Ansar an orphanage in Mitchell's Plain on Friday so Busy, 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 busy. We, we're not stopping. <laughs> so we're looking at people who wish to um, offer these services. They can make contact with your offices. Gee, offer them if you want to volunteer. We had a nice volunteer day last week, uh, Saturday, at a children's hospital in Claremont. The volunteers had a, a blast. The kids had a blast. We had uh, free uh, Mandy 
uh, henna designs from one of our volunteers and the nurses eventually got involved and the admin and uh, <laughs> it was a lovely day out and we've got another one this Friday in Mitchell's Plain. If you want to volunteer, just register online or call us at the office. I will give the details at the end of this interview. Indeed. Uh, Ismail, you are the accounts manager for Muslim Hands and we're looking at all the projects that you still, you know, planned uh, full um, you know, up until the day of Eid as well and on the day of Eid. So we're looking at the coffers and we're looking at, you know, what it is that you need um, at the office still to be able to um, run these projects? Well, alhamdulillah, I mean, our Ramadan takings have been very good. We're happy with, um, it's, obviously, we are, every year we plan to get more, and inshallah, this year, this is not any different. Our uh, takings have been very good, and we have all allocated most of the funds that we have received in Ramadan for the projects that uh, Brother Nazir has already elucidated. Um, so having said that, we can always get more. We've got a couple of days left, and inshallah, we're appealing to all the donors, please donate your money to Muslim Hands or even to whatever charity you want. We, we, we are of the opinion that all the charities in South Africa are one brother and sisterhood. Mm. We're doing all fantastic work and please donate to the charity of choice but donate to Muslim Hands as well. We will inshallah make sure that that money goes to the poor and needy who deserve that money so that they can have a wonderful Eid uh, this year inshallah. During Ramadan I know we, are, uh, we have uh, at least two meals a day. Iftar and Zuhur. Some people out there don't even have one meal a day and that's their normal Ramadan every single year. So let's open your heart, open your uh, pockets and say please donate to Muslim hands and we will ensure that the poor and needy have a wonderful day as much as we do every year inshallah. You know what I love about that? I've been interviewing so many organizations subhanAllah, but the rizq only comes from Allah and um, you know, you'd, you'd find the person having the, the, with the, the zakah or the fitra in their hand and they will walk towards that organization that Allah will guide them to. Aisha, you know, I must tell you, a number of donors come to Muslim Hands as well, yes. and they have three, four envelopes. Yes. And they'll tell you, they're not, uh, they're not um, shy to tell you that, listen, I'm giving you one envelope, I'm giving you one uh, envelope to another organization. Then I said, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, every one of those organizations has been wonderful work, and we are pleased that you are spreading your the donations out amongst all the charities in South Africa because we are all one brotherhood, one sisterhood and we assist one another in every time of need. SubhanAllah. You know Nazira, look at yourself being so young and vibrant and being you know part of uh, wanting to be the tool you know um, we always say that you know whatever Allah wills SubhanAllah and this is where you find yourself doing the work on the ground being guided by Allah Subhanahu Taala to help the poor and the needy. Gee, subhanAllah. I, I don't take it for granted. I, I, I consider myself uh, uh, a very grateful person to, to get the opportunity to do this work. And uh, inshallah, and uh, subhanAllah, guided by Allah, uh, inshallah. I must say, Sister Asha is doing wonderful work. Even from the management, we're happy with the work he's done and we are glad that he's on board. Alhamdulillah. Does he share that contact details for Muslim Hands? Gee, uh, so you can come to the office at 1 Carney Road, Rylands Estate, um, with your donations, uh, Zakat, Sadaqah, Fitra, or you can donate online on our website as well. Uh, and as we showed today, internationally, locally, uh, that's your choice. You tell us what you want us to do with your donation. But you can call us on 021-633-6413. 
Go to muslimhands.org.za, www.muslimhands.org.za, or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We on all the social media as well. And just a reminder that they have stepped up on the security as well. So I'm sure it's not just a walk in the park now. You you will be asked. So so be be uh, be alert. Yes. As well, when you come with your money, just be more uh, alert. But we have stepped up. We had security. We've just beefed it up a bit. Uh, There's no restriction to a donor. You will still be welcomed in. Uh, we won't stop you. No checkpoints at the office. Yeah. <laughs> and, so and, and much in, addition, in addition to that, the Almighty is also looking after us. We're doing Allah's work. So Amin. feel secure in that respect as well. Faki, as well as to you, Nazir. Um, shukran so much for being in studio once again with us. We want to wish you all the success. And if we don't get to see you, I know we'll listen to you uh, from Macro Tasat Broadcaster 2, and that is on, on Thursday, inshallah. Thursday, yeah. inshallah. Um, a, a wonderful few days still left, inshallah. Inshallah, Amin. And likewise to the staff of your and to you. Shukran so much for hosting us this Ramadan. You're welcome. Okay. Assalamualaikum to you. Final words uh, from you, uh, Yes, just from the management <laughs> okay. and the staff of Muslim Ads, we'd like to wish everybody a happy an Eid Mubarak, inshallah. We hope you have a wonderful Eid day and may Allah grant you khair and barakat in your lives. Amen. Shukran for all your donations, all your supportive messages and may Allah uh, give you a wonderful year ahead for all of you, inshallah. Amen, amen, amen inshallah. Amen. Shukran so much and assalamualaikum. Well, to the listeners, that's all I have time for for today. Your Relief Network from Aisha Latu. Assalamualaikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good afternoon.